Hello, and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to the My AP Biology Thoughts Podcast. My name is Alex. I'm here with... Raylan. And Samir. And we're going to be your host today for today's episode coming from Unit 8, our ecology unit. Today we're going to be talking about bee conservation and how that relates to the AP Bio curriculum. So first, why are bees important to the environment, right? Well, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, um, honeybees pollinate $15 billion worth of crops each year including more than 130 fruits and vegetables. And this shows how bees are important more than their ability to harass humans. That's wild, because like, that's one in three bites of food, right? Yeah. That's, that's a massive that's amount crazy. of everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pollinators, they're super important for our ecosystem, right? They're, they're here for our food crops, they're here to help wild plants. It's, they really support everything, you know? Yep. Bees and flowers have a mutualistic relationship. The bees help the flowers to reproduce by spreading their pollen, and in turn, the bees get nectar from the plants, which is their food. But like, if they're so important, why, why do we see them declining so much recently? So the recent bee decline has been caused due to a combination of several causes, but the main one um, is habitat fragmentation. Habitat fragmentation is uh, very bad for the surviving populations because it, because it can cause genetic isolation, at which causes lots of inbreeding and makes populations less genetically diverse. So with that loss in genetic diversity, you mean to say that they're now going to be more vulnerable to stuff like diseases and pests, right? Yeah. So while we're on the topic of genetic diversity, It's not just the lack of diversity within bee populations that harm them. It's also the lack of genetic diversity within the plant populations that they're pollinating. These crops that have no genetic diversity are known as monocultures. So as we know with populations that have no genetic diversity, they are more susceptible to diseases and viruses because they're all genetically identical. So if one were to be infected, the rest would be infected. And we've seen the negative impacts of a lack of genetic diversity with the whole Gross Michel banana incident. So Gross Michel bananas are a specific type of banana. They're a specific variety. And they are all genetically identical. And when a disease called the Panama disease came, because they were all genetically identical, they were more susceptible to this disease. If the disease attacked one banana, it meant that all the bananas were vulnerable since they were all identical. None of them, the lack of variety had resulted in no immunity to this disease. And it resulted in 
plantations, entire plantations of these bananas being wiped out. So going off that, I'd imagine that a lot of these monoculture crops, they're, they're using a lot more pesticides, right? Yeah, pesticides, monocultures, habitat fragmentation, all those are major factors in something called colony collapse disorder. Colony collapse disorder, or CCD, occurs when the worker bees in a, col- in a bee colony suddenly leave. It causes the colony to fall apart or collapse. All that's left is the queen bee and a few immature bees. Colony collapse disorder is a serious and big thing, and it shows in the stats. According to a study by the University of Maryland, from October of 2018 to April of 2019, approximately 40% of honeybee colonies in the U.S. died. So with all this, like... With this population decreasing so suddenly with all these different causes, what's what's being done about that? What are we what are we doing to stop that from happening? Um, according to a researcher from Rutgers University, um, it's very important that these sorts of threatened species are put on um, the global red list and under like endangered species acts so that they can have help. However, um, in general, insects and bees are being identified as these organisms, which is a main point that has to be done in the future to help them. Mm-hmm. So with all these pesticides causing massive, massive issues with these bees, causing in some cases up to half fewer po- offspring and bee populations that are affected by these pesticides called neonicotinoids. And a lot of these, so they're getting banned in a lot of the wealthier countries but as farming starting to get outsourced to a lot of poorer countries, we're still seeing them getting used, which is harming the bee populations there. So one of the important steps that is trying to be carried out is the banning of these pesticides in a lot of these other countries. Other measures for conservation that are being uh, taken in the United States is the National Resources Conservation Service, which operates under the Department of Agriculture, um, and that's working to Um, combat future declines by implementing conservation practices that um, help honeybees while enhancing the habitat for other pollinators and wildlife um, to um, lessen the risks of habitat fragmentation on the bee population. All right, and with all this conservation, it's super important to just remember, like, why we're doing this. I mean, looking at it, the loss of bees can have massive effects on the ecosystem. I mean, you're looking at the loss of so many different species of plants that rely so heavily on these bee- bees to be pollinated, to reproduce, to just continue existing, you know? And this is really an example of just a, of a trophic cascade, you know? Because you take out one species and then from there, it's got massive far-reaching effects on the entire trophic system. And on top of that, like just in, as far as humans are concerned, it's going to be practically impossible to farm reliably without it. A lot of a lot of pollinators and as bees go away that reduces the amount of pollinators we've got available to us so and really in have... turn that affects the food that we eat and rely on to survive right thank you for listening to this episode of my the my ap biology thoughts podcast for more student ran podcasts and digital content make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com and that's it for now see you next time